Get Real Topic this afternoon. We're discussing coronavirus with your children. This can be tricky, guys. And uh, what are the key messages that you should give them um, in terms of uh, speaking to them about it without scaring them? Let us know your views. 0716137803. Drop us your voice notes or your text views as well. Now we're chatting to clinical psychologist Dr. Sharona Rawat, who's joining us now on the line. Good afternoon, doctor. How are you doing? Good afternoon, Lloyd. Doing well, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us on the official drive this afternoon. Uh, firstly, Doc, why is it important to discuss coronavirus with children and not ignore it? I think, you know, for children, one of the most important things is for them to have a feeling of safety. So routine, structure, uh, discipline, and obviously having some knowledge about what's going on will help them feel safe. It's also a good opportunity, you know, for parents to teach and educate uh, their children in certain arenas and looking at certain subjects and topics and things that actually help you bond as well with your children. Um, and it's, it's, you know, an important uh, opportunity to develop coping skills, you know, how to handle difficult situations, uh, making difficult decisions, learning self-sufficiency and self-soothing, learning acceptance, you know, that not, not everything is in our control, um, you know, that some things we've just got to accept that that's how they are and we have to deal with it. You know, so becoming more resilient and developing, you know, tolerance for delayed gratification. Um, so in general, you know, learning have, uh, healthy coping mechanisms in a difficult situation, which will help them become better adults, help them manage situations better as they grow up and help them make better educated decisions in their lives. Doc, I have to ask you this question. Should children be watching the news? Because as youngsters, well, every individual actually, it, you will interpret things differently. But for kids, it's a different ballgame. So should they be watching the news? What do you say? You know, I don't think it's really necessary. You know, I think parents uh, need to find a way of keeping their children informed. Most children would kind of find the news, uh, you know, just a tad boring. Uh, but when it comes to actually, you know, uh, distinguishing facts from fiction, I mean, adults are having trouble at the moment with that. So you can just imagine in relation to children. And, uh, you know, on the news these days, it's quite a catastrophic picture that's being painted. So, you know, it can lead to secondary trauma not only for children, but even for adults. And this is why sometimes you're finding that adults as well are panicking in the situation because of the trauma that this is causing. Um, and, you know, if you do choose to allow your child to watch, you know, it depends on their age and depends on which news programs, then I would suggest that, you know, parental supervision be used and, and discussion as well. So as the topic is going on and as you're listening and hearing things, you know, um, kind of interpreting it or facilitating uh, thinking around a particular topic in relation to your child. So your child doesn't have to try and process those things totally and completely on their own because most children don't have all the, um, what we don't have the real capacity, let's put it that way, to actually process some of the information that's being set out there. Now let's talk about keeping a diary for the lockdown. Can that be helpful for uh, children? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I think that um, keeping a diary would actually give them some control over the situation. So control is quite helpful when it comes to anxiety in particular. Um, because if we if we feel out of control or if we feel disempowered, it leads to low moods, which is like a depression, uh, and it leads to high anxiety. So um, being able to feel some kind of control over a situation is very helpful. So, you know, they can actually write in a book or a journal, but they could also type on the phone or the tablet or the computer. Um, 
you know, maybe keeping a calendar where you mark off the days that have passed and the days that are left, for example, in the lockdown. Or children can even, you know, who can't write can even draw a picture every day in the little blocks and things. You could also do collages, you know, about how you're feeling. So, you know, asking the children to just make a little collage about, you know, what they're feeling like today, you know. So you can actually just keep an eye on, on what's going on and how they're feeling and how they're managing the situation. Um, we'll be putting up some calendar options for parents to print on my Facebook group. So if anybody's interested, they can always just ask to join the group and then they can uh, download and print it for their children. Now, Doc, finally, you know, keeping the brain stimulated and the body active during this time is also very important when it comes to the young ones. Um, any tips in this regard? Because we all know they get bored very quickly, so you need to be on your toes and make sure they have things to do and activities to occupy themselves. So what would you say? Well, and you know, absolutely that's true. They do get bored quite quickly. And I think, you know, that's a little bit of our uh, the times as they are today. So I think this gives us an opportunity to go back a little bit, you know, into some of our, our childhoods where we used to play outside and things. So I think, you know, parents need to uh, limit screen time. And some parents are going to have a hard time doing that because their children are so used to just being left to, you know, just... Uh, kind of uh, indulge in, in screen time 24-7. So limiting screen time is important because it affects the brain and in some instances can cause a bit of damage. Um, and it also affects body rhythm. So it affects things like sleep patterns and things like that. So limit the screen time. Maybe, you know, if you're missing family and, and everybody's not, you know, quarantine and not quarantine, but like kind of uh, uh, in the lockdown in the same home, maybe video call. You can have quite good fun family get-togethers on FaceTime, WhatsApp video, Skype video, PlayStation networks, etc., um, where, you know, family is so interacting and talking and you can actually see pictures of the other person in real life and it's almost as if they, they're there with you. Um, spending time in the garden, you know, like time with nature, playing sports outside with those people you're locked down with. So, you know, dad's throwing the ball or mom playing a little bit of netball with their daughters. Um, board games, solving puzzles, having quizzes, you know, solving riddles. I mean, for example, my cousins and my brother and all our kids and stuff have a group where every day we do puzzles and riddles and, you know, solve kind of like, um, you can play little games and the things. So everybody is that kind of... Uh, connected with each other still but in a different way and it's also helping people keep their minds active and then keeping the children active as well because it's the problem solving and the other skills that they're actually learning now so we're actually in a sense helping develop them much more um, so I think this is really an opportunity people need to look at in managing our children and our homes in a different way it's almost if we take it that way I think it would give us an advantage because we'd be able to actually make the most of the situation. Clinical psychologist Dr. Sharona Rowett, thank you very much for joining us on Lotus FM. Pleasure, Lloyd. Thank you so much for inviting me. Great stuff. Enjoy your afternoon.